Welcome to the Ivy Church podcast. For more podcasts and information about Ivy Church, go to ivychurch.org. Me, my parents could be bothered. No. <laughs> it's, they've done all the discipline before, and the youngest, you just got away with everything. Um, so maybe that, maybe you can resonate with some of those things. Um, why am I talking about birth order? Well, today we're looking at the story of Joseph, and um, not Joseph that we looked at a couple of weeks ago, who married uh, Mary, and we t- spoke about the birth of Jesus. But this is Joseph from the Old Testament. Um, who had dreams. Maybe you've heard of Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. We're looking at his story uh, as we continue to look at our year of hope. So let's dive in um, to the the Bible. We're going to be reading Genesis chapter 37 um, and just 1, 2, 10, 11. It should come up on the screen or get your your Bibles out, switch them on, and I'm going to just try and read through this rather quickly. So it says... Uh, Jacob lived in the land where his father had stayed, the land of Canaan. This is the account of Jacob's family line. Joseph, a young man of 17, was tending the flocks with his brothers, the sons of Bilhah and the sons of Zilphar, his father's wives, and he brought their father a bad report about them. Now Israel loved Joseph more than any of his other sons because he had been born to him of his old age and he made an ornate robe for him. When his brothers saw that their father loved him more than any of them, they hated him and could not speak a kind word to him. Joseph had a dream, and when he told it to his brothers, they hated him all the more. He said to them, listen to this dream I had. We were binding sheaves of corn out in the field when suddenly my sheaf rose and stood upright while your sheaves gathered round mine and bowed down to it. His brothers said to him, do you intend to reign over us? Will you actually rule us? And they hated him all the more because of his dream and what he had said. Then he had another dream and he told it to his brothers. Listen, he said, I had another dream and this time the sun and moon and 11 stars were bowing down to me. When when he told his father as well as his brothers, his father rebuked him and said, what is this dream you had? Will your mother and I, your brothers, actually come and bow down to the ground before you? His brothers were jealous of him, but his father kept the matter in mind. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for this story. Lord, thank you for this morning that we are gathered here together. Lord, I pray that you would speak to us. Uh, Lord, use me to speak your truth, your words. Lord, challenge us this morning. Bring us revelation this morning. Uh, Transform us this morning. We just invite you in this place. Uh, We pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. So we see here, uh, we just read that Joseph was a young man, wasn't he? It says he was just 17. Now for for some of you, it may be harder than others to remember what 17 looked like. He was one of uh, the youngest. It says that that Jacob favoured him because he was born to him in his old age. He was one of the youngest of his brothers. He was younger than the majority of them. He was, in essence, the baby of the family. But we're told more than that. We're told that he was the favourite 
verse 3, it says that he was the favourite and he was given an ornate robe because he was the favourite. And that's, that was a big deal. That If you look around like what um, the robe uh, was, it wasn't necessarily all multicolours like we see in the, uh, in the musical, but it was like a real sign of uh, authority or of favorship over this um, over this individual it almost someone i was reading about it it said it had sleeves like that was a big deal to have sleeves like if you were out shepherding you wouldn't be wearing things with sleeves yet they said that he had this robe that had sleeves it almost exempt him from the work that his brothers were doing he was favorite he, he almost wore this robe and like acted as if he was royalty. It says about how he brings a bad report. He's, like, he's going out to the fields and then bringing back and like snitching on his brothers, isn't he? He's telling uh, bad things about them and what they're doing, what they're getting up to. He thought he was better than his siblings in, in one way or another. You could maybe read it like that, wearing this robe and bringing bad reports. And... As if like all of that wasn't enough, as if like the flaunting and the gloating and the snitching and being the favourite wasn't bad enough. Like he, he's not doing very well in his family, is he? If, if all of his brothers are hating on him, he's like, he's, that's bad enough. But then what happens? He has a dream. He has a dream and he decides to then share this dream with his brothers and with his family. For me, uh, maybe you can think of yourself while I'm sharing my story. Uh, cast your mind back to maybe when you were younger and like, what was your dream growing up? What was your dream as a child? What did you dream of doing, becoming, um, being? For me, I used to dream of becoming a professional footballer. Any kid who loved football growing up, that was their dream. Me and my friends all had that dream to, to play for your favourite club or to, to score the winning goal in a, a FA Cup final or something like that. That was the dream. And as we can see, that dream didn't come true because <laughs> I'm stood here. <laughs> but you know what? That's, that's okay. That's okay because actually as I grew up, my dreams started to evolve and, and change and grow. And my dream, when I realised that I wasn't going to become a professional footballer, I was then okay, well, what, what do you want with my life, God? What is it? Like, clearly professional football is not where you want me. So where do you want me? And I was, I was fortunate enough to experience when I was about 17, so about the same age as Joseph, that um, I could do sport, but I could also bring my faith into that as well. And I went on a sports mission trip, and, and I was like, this is it. This is the dream, being able to, to be employed, to have a, a profession where I can use my passion and my giftings, but for God and grow the kingdom using that. So my, my dream evolved. And you know what? I'm fortunate because that dream came true for me. And in, in some ways, a lot like Joseph, I, I had that at 17, but it didn't happen straight away overnight. It took many years for that to come um, into fruition, but that dream came true for me. And Anthony, who leads our church here, he asked if I wanted to come on board with the church and do some sports stuff for the church. Great, that was, I actually said to him, if you've ever heard the phrase, living the dream, I was like, that would be living the dream for me. Amazing that God blessed me in such a way. But that doesn't mean I don't dream anymore. That doesn't mean that it's, I can just sit back and be like, tick that box, I'm done. 
It's like, no. God wants me to dream bigger and better and beyond what that was into what he has for me. I wonder what is living the dream for you? Right now, what is living the dream for you? Is there something that you dreamt of years ago that you think, do you know what, if I was doing that or I got the chance for this, like, that would be living the dream and yet you're not doing it. And maybe you are doing it and that's great and God's saying, I want you to dream bigger and better because I have stuff that's bigger and better for you. You see, in the musical, if you've ever seen it, there's a song and in the song there's a line that says, any dream will do. Any dream, I'm not going to sing it for you, so don't worry. Any dream will do. And that's not true. Any dream will not do. Just any dream will not do. You see, the dreams that will do are God's dreams. God's dreams will do. Not any dream. God's dreams. See, God doesn't settle for just any dream. God settles for the best, for his dreams. So because God doesn't settle for that, we shouldn't settle for just any dream either. We want to be seeking after him. What is his dream for our lives? Because I really believe that God has got bigger, better plans and hopes and dreams for each of us in our lives. More than we could ever understand or imagine. And maybe, like me, you feel like you've lived the dream. You've been fortunate enough to do the things that was maybe planted in you many years ago and you're doing that. And that is great. Praise God that you're living the dream. But I believe there's more. I believe there's more for us. I wonder, what were your dreams when you were young? As I said, are you living it now? Or are you not? Actually, as you cast your mind back and you think, do you know what, I, I did have that dream, that one dream, but i sort of given up on that a little bit. I don't see that happen in my life. Have you lost faith in the dream? Have you lost faith in God that it would even happen? Why aren't you living the dream? Are you, maybe like Joseph, are you not ready yet? Is there some learning? Is there some growing to do? You see, he was given it at 17, but it didn't come... Uh, into life for, for many years later. See, Joseph wasn't ready in that moment at 17 for the dreams to be lived out. He was, we could see he was kind of young and foolish by the way he goes and shares with his brothers and makes them hate on him even more. See, he had, he had the revelation from God. God gave him the revelation, but he didn't have the relationship. He had the revelation, but not the relationship, he had the truth, but not the timing or the trust. And maybe that's the case for some of you. Have you been given a revelation by God, but actually you need to work on the relationship. You need to be seeking after him, being like, how is this dream that you've put inside of me, how does this even happen? I don't even understand it. Rather than talking to your peers out here, what's the vertical relationship like? Maybe you need to come back to him. You see, God gave Joseph the dream. But at the time, he wasn't ready for it to be played out. You kind of think, reading this, we get to read it from a vantage point, don't we? We get to see the whole story played out. And you kind of think, Joseph, if you just spent time with God, rather than going off to your brothers saying, oh, look at this dream that I've had, and you're all going to bow down to me. And then he goes and does it a second time. It's like, if you just spent some time with God, if, if, if the scripture said, and Joseph went and prayed and sought after God, what does this mean? You know, it probably would have been a bit different for him in terms of his family relationships. But as we see, as we know how the story unfolds, actually we see 
Joseph grows, doesn't he? He becomes the interpreter of dreams. We see how God imparts his wisdom into his life. And maybe we need to learn something from that. We need to spend time with the Father, talking to him about our dreams. And how does this play out for us? Rather than chatting to our friends and our family, who sometimes, you know, if we're honest, can actually pull our dreams apart, can't they? Yeah, people are going to pull your dreams apart. There's going to happen. There's people out there that don't want you to succeed, that are going to try and steal, that are going to try and destroy the dreams that God has put on you. They're going to say, that's not you, that. Nah. You think God said that? Nah. You're silly. It's not you. You can't do that. No, you might as well just give up on it. I wonder, has any of you ever experienced that when you've, you've had a dream that you know that God's speaking to you, but actually when you've shared that, other people have pulled it down. But you're like, but God said it. Am I, am I just not hearing God right? And you start to listen to, to what others are saying more than you're listening to what God is saying. You see, like Joseph, your dreams will be opposed. We'll all be opposed there's always going to be people that are going to try and destroy our dreams. And we see in the scriptures, don't we, what happens to Joseph when he shares it? They hated him all the more. They hated him all the more. It wasn't wise of him in some respects to, to share his dream. See, not everyone is going to be on board. Even, even the most closest people to you, the ones that you least expect, can sometimes be those people that destroy the dream. And you listen to their voice more than you listen to God's voice. So I wonder, have you been given revelation? Has God planted a dream inside of you? Have you been given revelation? But you need to work on the relationship. You need to come before him. You need to seek after him as to how this all works out in your life. How is it going to happen? Because as I said, I believe God has dreams for us. I believe he has dreams for us as a church for this year, the year of hope. I'm hoping he has dreams for us. I know he has dreams for us. Great things in store for your life and for my life. But God doesn't promise for every dream to come true. That's not what the scripture says. He doesn't promise for every dream to come true because not any dream will do for him. But if your dream's a God dream, then that's different. That sets it apart, doesn't it? When God's spoken, it sets it apart. Despite what others may say, despite the fact that we feel we're not quite ready, or despite the fact that we don't know exactly how it's going to play out, when God speaks, and we see it with Joseph, don't we? We see that God speaks to him, and he shares it. And he could have been discouraged after the first time of sharing. But yet God speaks again. He gets another dream, a second dream. So this morning, let's be assured that God is in control. That God is in control. When God plants his dreams in us, he is in control of that. That his hope is for us. He is for you. He wants good things for you. That's how we can test whether the, the dream is for us or not. You know, we've got to test these things. Is it, is it for us? Is it in line with God's character? But that is way bigger than we could ever even understand or imagine. See, the thing is, as well with Joseph is that he had his dream that affected him, didn't it? It was about him and it was about his family. It was specific. But yet his dream played a much bigger part in the kingdom. A much bigger part for that nation. I wonder, have you ever thought about how your dream plays a, plays a part in the bigger picture? In the kingdom picture? Not just about you, but how, how that helps the body of Christ. How that helps the kingdom grow. See, your dream 
if it's a God dream, will be a kingdom dream. It'll be bigger than just yourself because we're told we're not to seek ourselves, are we? We don't seek ourselves first. What does it say? It says, seek first his kingdom. Seek first his kingdom. Is your dream a kingdom dream? Something that God's planted inside of you. Joseph, he dreamed again, didn't he? A bigger and better dream. And maybe there's some of you sat out there that have abandoned your dream. You've given up on it thought, you know what, it's never going to happen. And maybe that's because of discouragement. Maybe that's because people have spoken a sour word over you, a negative over you, a lie over you. I want to say this morning, we want to reclaim those God dreams in our lives. We want to stand up again and, and hold on to them and fight for them because they're what God has put inside us. They're what God is wanting us to do. And maybe you've already fulfilled a dream. Like me, I, in some ways I could say, I lived the dream. Is that it for me? Not at all. I want to be praying for a bigger one. A bigger one, a better one. One that God's going to do even more in and through. Maybe you think your dream's too big. That can never happen. Ask the question, is it too big for God? Is it too big for God? Not at all. I'd love us to just turn our eyes to the screen and just watch a, a short video. Do you want to dream again? Yeah? Do you want to, I don't know about you, that inspires me just reading those words and some emotive music, but it inspires me to dream again, to dream bigger. And maybe just close your eyes for a second. And maybe just, if you've got a dream, if, if as soon as I've been speaking about this, the, something has been in your mind, then bring that before the Father. Or maybe there's something that you'd cast aside many years ago and you're almost reluctant to, to think about it again and, and get yourself back in a place of dreaming that that could ever happen. Or maybe you're like, I just don't even have a dream. I don't, I don't even know what you're on about. Well, what are your passions? What are your giftings? What are the things that you're good at that, that God has placed in your life? Because... He puts good things inside of us that he wants us to use for his glory. And I believe God's saying this morning that he wants you to go for it. He wants you to, to chase after it. He wants you to know that he's with you in it, that you're not doing this alone. You see, when God gives you a dream, just like with Joseph, he speaks into your future. He speaks into what will be. He gives you hope for the future. We're in our year of hope now. He points you to your future hope, who is Jesus. So know this morning that the God of hope is with you in all things and that all things are possible with him. The dream that seems the most ridiculous thing, if it's a God-given dream, then it's possible with him.
possible with Him. Through all of life's ups and downs, through the experience of hurt, of pain, of rejection, or of joy, excitement, and celebration, know that the God of hope is with you. And that maybe you're in a place where you feel hopeless this morning. And you're just like, it's great you're saying that, but I just don't have any hope. Or in a certain situation, I just don't have hope. Then you need to invite Jesus into that. You need to invite Jesus into that. Maybe you don't have relationship with him, but you can this morning. You can this morning. And maybe that's the first step of your dream is just coming back into relationship with him, inviting him into your life. Thanks for listening. For more podcasts, go to ivychurch.org forward slash media.